This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Marhaba, bitches. Hi, hello, welcome. I'm so fucking excited because you're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap podcast available to you on the internet. Wow! It is such a treat. And uh, today I'm particularly gagged because we have the stunning, the gorgeous, the rudely, uh, um, I'm going to say gaggy, uh, jaw-dropping, talented. Uh, it goes on and on, but let's just talk right now. We have Haas Slayman. Haas, I mean, who we know from like a million. His her, Look, her IMDb is loaded, but you are most recently in The Eternals making Marvel history, uh, being queer and actually having a, a, like a man kiss on screen. Can we talk about it briefly? Well, I was... I was almost feeling like I'm RuPaul right now. Like, are you going to throw like some aging shade, like reading, reading me for my age? How old I, am? <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting. Wait, it's, <laughs> Honest, no, it's no. so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only no, thing aged, like, I, I, the only thing aged about you is the beef on your Instagram main feed, because all <laughs> I'm seeing is beef. I am, I am loving the thirst traps. I'm living for them, Haas. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, I'm grateful that you appreciate them, but they're not thirst traps. I mean, I like to think bitch, of them otherwise. Bye. But <laughs> bitch, fuck off. Hey, I mean, hey, if, I mean, all I'm saying is like, my essence is a specific kind of a person type. So sometimes these things come out. It's just part of who I am. There's nothing wrong with living in your body and sharing that with people. I mean, you're gorgeous. Like, you know, you're just sharing, you're just being, you're just being your own self. Well, I also work out hard, so damn it. Like, uh, <laughs> like show it off when you can. And, um, you know, it's it's also, like, about celebrating being healthy and taking care of yourself. You uh-huh. know? I know that sounds like, okay, Haas, yes, we got it. You're I mean, really I'm rolling my eyes, but I'm very happy <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm 45, so I'm not you getting are, any younger. Bitch, yeah. I did not know you look Good. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck, uh, although, fuck my hole. Stopped. Like, literally, fuck my hole. <laughs> no, you look so hey, good. Don't we all want that? Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought you, I'm 36, and I, I literally thought you were younger than me because you look well, so good. I mean, thank you. That's a stretch, but I t- I'll take it. But that's a little bit of a stretch. I appreciate it. Because if my you, hole, are, you mean. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it. I did. <laughs> you make it easy. I uh, do, no, but I'm, I'm saying like I easy girl. Don't, 
you definitely look younger than me, and uh, but I definitely don't look younger than you. But thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Haz, I mean, well, then talk to me. I mean, you've, you are an actor, which I'm really excited about because something really pertinent to your experience comes up in this episode. But let me just get into it and say you are, of course, Lebanese. Uh, tell me a little bit about your journey being queer in the acting world. And like, because like now you're being so celebrated, even though, you know, the Middle Eastern countries aren't feeling Eternals. But how has it been well, yeah. being out how has that journey been for you? Um, I think I, I came out on social media in 2017, so not uh-huh. long ago, not that long uh-huh. ago. But my, I was out to my family and friends way back before. But then, like publicly, uh, globally, that happened 2017. I'd say ever since I came out, I finally am enjoying acting which is mm-hmm. a huge thing. It's like so profound. It's like, oh, I never really enjoyed it before. Mm-hmm. But I am facing the dilemma, which is, or this dilemma, which is, it's cool if you're a straight actor and you're going to portray a gay character, but mm-hmm. it's not cool if it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. It almost like it's tarnishing the character somehow. If the character is straight and then an openly queer actor wants to play portray that character because they're right for that character guess what that's not only a no-no it's almost like it's almost sexist it's almost like it's cool when a woman dresses up like a man but when a woman when a man dresses up like a woman it's degrading yeah it's not it's not different from that and so this is what i'm up against right now because i'm a leading male type of actor i'm not Mm -hmm. a character actor Mm -hmm. so i tend to play uh, or really what fits me is to portray uh characters that are that men want to be and Mm -hmm. then that women want to fuck Mm -hmm. and so me being open uh, openly gay is uh, is problematic when it comes to being cast in roles like that yeah it's. I'm sure it's so fucking challenging. I mean, I, uh, 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 I, I, I'm just. I, I just. I guess I, I. We have one common: brownness and queerness. And I feel so often people are like too specific. Like, like you're, I'm sorry, but you're too specific. So it's so easy to get knocked out of consideration for X, Y, and Z because it's just like that's you're too. You're too specific, sir. You have to go away. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would even go more specific than what you just said too specific, which I will take even further by saying that, um, do you care if your dentist is gay or not? You only care if you have the best dentist who's kind, thoughtful, uh-huh. has this gentle hand and he's really makes sure or she, he makes sure you don't feel the pain and they're uh-huh. smooth and they do a good job, right? Yes. That's what that matters. Similarly, a plumber, do you care getting a straight or heterosexual or homo? for a plumber no you care to get the best plumber yeah so why is it different with actors well let me tell i mean i'll go ahead and bring this up right now because it happens in the episode ella talks about being an actor and you know and i and i i could imagine you have felt this because you've been doing it for a while that pressure you feel as an actor to be versatile and like not show all of your queerness or like show the versatility you have. Like, how did you feel watching that? Did you relate to it? 
you're referring to whom right now? Edwin Ella, Ella Bidet. Ella Bidet. Oh, Ella Bidet. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was like, Ella Bidet. Okay, good. I'm glad yeah, that yeah. I asked you. In that. this episode, she just brings yeah. that up of like, I've kind of like felt like I've brought down some of my queerness because I'm an actor and I need to be so versatile. Well, I mean, I have to say, Ella Bidet is my favorite in the UK third season, right? This is the third season. Yes, this is the third yeah. season. I think Ella Bidet is a was a pleasant surprise in this season. She like has. she really, she was really constantly being accused of being boring or not really just having one talent. She's like, oh yeah. And then she just like very with ease and effortlessly proved that. I have wrong. been one of her critics. I'm and I'm gonna be honest. Oh, really? I have been one of her okay. critics. I I I get it now. I think she's just raw talent. She's just raw yeah, talent. Yeah, she's not but. trying to impress anyone. She's just being real. And that's I think maybe why I like her is because of the fact that she comes across you know, um, like whatever she's doing, it's coming from an honest place and it's not trying to, it's not coming from a place like, oh, I'm going to show you. No, it's like, this is what I can do. Yeah. And here you are. And and I also like how you're connecting the dots with her and because I can relate to her the most out of all of them because she had to tap into or maybe um, find a balance in terms of how he wanted to represent himself to the world as an actor mm-hmm. There's truth to that. Absolutely. I mean, I, it was not different for me. Like I was growing up in Lebanon in the eighties. So I had to like learn how to understand that I have a masculine side and a feminine side. And then it's all part of me. And then how do I choose to, to sort of like balance that and show what I want to show and not show what I don't want to show just as a way to survive. It was yeah. just the the need was to survive. Mm-hmm. And so from that experience, I realized, yeah, it's all a part of me. It's not like, oh, this is only a part of me and this is not. No, it's it's all a part of me. And what I choose to show and not show is my decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so who I am right now today is who I really am. But I could definitely tap into my feminine energy, which when I was a kid, my hand would be like bent like this. And like, literally, like, there's no way you can not not tell. <laughs> but it was my decision to decide to not show that part mm-hmm. and uh, show it in a different light where it's still part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I'm glad I did that because because I did that, it's really given me the ability to portray other characters that are not queer in an in a authentic way. And I've proven that over and over. Mm-hmm. But the sad part is like, even though I've proven that, and even though I've proven that I can do that over and over again, still, it doesn't seem to matter. Is it? I mean, I am like, I am fascinated by your career, especially in this moment right now, because you're queer Arab and you, you, You are in a Marvel Disney movie. You're at the peak of what, like, you are at the peak of visibility, and yet you are facing the ironically bittersweet moment of having this film being banned in Middle Eastern countries. Like, the very places we call home are turning their backs on this moment in your, like, career. How does that feel? Great, because that means I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> Work! <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, thank you, James Baldwin or Madonna, whatever. But like, as they said, right? Um, uh-huh. uh, as he said, uh, artists are here to disturb the peace. 
Mm-hmm. So that means I'm disturbing the peace. Great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, and that is, it's so funny too, because I feel like that the people we come from, no matter how you identify are shit stirrers. You know what I mean? Like the people who grew up with us, are you chewing on biz ed right now? On what? Are you, are you, I, are you chewing some biz ed right now? I was like, is she, is she? <laughs> no, what is that? What is that? <laughs> oh my God. We'll uh, get it. about seeds? Yes, seeds. Oh, hell no. No, I'm, I'm not I was that like, Arab. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, this is a real, this is a real auntie moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but no, I was, I, uh. Oh, now you got me missing that moment. Oh. I know. Like, <laughs> like moms, my mom and auntie yeah. like gossiping around a pile mm-hmm. of, of business shells. I was like, I oh, live. And they are so masterful at it. I know that. <laughs> like, like so perfect. Like, it's like effortless. <laughs> I fucking live and just being like, you hate your husband. I hate my husband. I I would would say I hate him too. (laughs) That's always the conversation I have with my women, family, women, friends and the family members in my family. Always like siding with the woman and against the man. (laughs) A hundred percent. Especially because there's so much. And I was lucky though, because I grew up around like a lot of the matriarchal energy of just Mm. like, she's mom's in charge. And I think that was good for me just to be like, yeah, that's the, like women are bosses. Get over it. Where are you from originally? So I have a very, oh boy, I can't dig into the whole story because I have a complicated family story, but one day, one day we'll have it all out. But long and short of it is... I uh, 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 I have a, I am Greek and Palestinian. Oh, um, so long, but it, it's it's a it's a it's a chat for another so, day. So really, Palestinian or yeah? I mean, yes, yes, okay. yes. That's yeah. the T. Um, <laughs> but you you know how long messy. Long Palestine, free Palestine people. Please free Palestine, y'all. And you know, I mean, that's all. I I res- all I respect to every people and person in the Middle East. And governments start behaving. That's it. Period. Yeah, let's governments, not even go there because that is a Pandora box you don't want to. Oh open hell no! And I ain't talking about All Star Six. Let's get <laughs> sickening. Yeah. Uh, so let's I talk mean, UAE. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bang bong, sing sang song. Uh, I mean, talk about lack of integrity. Anyway, girl, <laughs> messy. Messy. And it's about as messy as the behavior in this workroom, because when we come back in, (laughs) segue, when we come back in, we have this two, this double win moment, right? Mm. Where they're like, we both won the lip sync. Remember when we had Kitty go up against uh, Ella? uh, Ella. Yes. I love that lip sync. I kind of thought Kitty won it, but I think they both, they, I went back and watched it and I was like, they both did such a great job bringing their strength to it. So I was, I was okay with the double win. I mean, it was shocking when there was, she was like, really them? But we thought the other two were going to lip sync and then right. one of them is going to be a gap at home. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that that meant all four of them will get a chance at it. It's funny that this episode, no, I think it's great, especially because this episode we got, we basically got last week's lip sync. You know what I mean? Right, it was right, exactly, the yeah. same top two and the same bottom two. Right. But then like finally now they gave a chance, uh, they give a, another week for the bottom two a chance to maybe 
okay, rev it up because this is going to be your last chance now to, to it, stay in the competition. It was funny that it was a comedy challenge back to back, you know, I mean, acting and then roast is like, this is really comedy heavy. And quite frankly, you know, who both sickening, but Vanity and Crystal are both, you know, you they l- rely on their talent and performance and look. Um, and well, Vanity, her orange dresses, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I meant slash. No, uh, one one is using look, one is using performance. Um, I love you, Vanity. I don't know if she's listening to this. I love you, girl. <laughs> I mean, this top four is fucking stunning. And I mean, they're really exciting. I, you know, we'll get to it, but I will, I'm spoiler, I'll, I'll already say, I wanted it to be a top four. I was like, come on. Same, same. I'm like, well, girl, RuPaul, you can save those two. Then why not have all those four be a top four? Yeah. It was She's fun. done it before. She's done She's, it before. She loves to do it. And I was yeah. like, this, mm, okay, we'll get there. We'll go chronologically. Here we go. Lots of confidence from Ella. She's kind of stunting in the workroom. She's like, I'm I'm ahead of the game. How about that? Well, she has three badges. Let's not she forget. She has three badges. She has three badges. She was not shutting up about the two. Imagine now with the three. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I on the one hand, I'm like, could you behave better? But on the other hand, I'm like, no, it's drag race. You should be behaving. You should be well, a bounty were, bounty. They were constantly criticizing her. And so, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, say it. Tell them, shut them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want more from Crystal, who's apparently getting over a cold or something. Yeah, like she wasn't she's feeling under the weather. I keep wanting to say Crystal Method. <laughs> I know. I know. No. Uh, Crystal Versace. I will say if I was name. on the show, I would never pick a name that's ever been on the show. Oh, ever. you would change your drag name. I'm then. just saying I would never even I wouldn't well, if, what if, if but what if it was originally a unique name and then it, it became not unique because someone else's name Change became it. more famous? Oh, okay. Change but it. Then, but then if you're already famous for it. I mean, but but if you're going to be on the show, that's when the stage really pops. That's she, when people really I guess you see say it. like the new name, a.k.a. the old one. Yeah, like I think okay. so. Okay. I mean, you said your drag name might be Almaza. Yeah, which means a diamond. <laughs> Gorgeous. And I was a my female drag- diamond, not just any diamond. Not just any diamond, diamond girl. <laughs> I have to say, and now I was joking with you before, but I was like, mine could be Sharmuta, which I would just be like, <laughs> that would be cute, which means whore, I mean, slut. Yes. Well, honestly, if you're going to go there, then you might as well call yourself a Sharmuta before somebody else calls you that. There you go, right? right? So you take your power into your own hands. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, I love. So they're talking shit. Super classic top four behavior. Um, uh, Rue enters the workroom, right? And she's like, guess what, y'all? You're going to do a roast for everybody. Kathy Burke, you know, who I'm not super familiar with, but, you know, she's a British icon, apparently. Right. Right. Com- comedic uh, genius, supposedly. Yeah. I love her. I I mean, I just not even on, knowing her. I think she was on AppFab or something. Yes, because mm-hmm. I, that comes up in the roast where they're like, yeah, you're from AppFab, but I like the other lady more. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the whole great. cast. Everyone on AppFab is amazing. So let's just say the that. Iconic comedy. Absolutely, I, yeah. The, I do love this gag. The roast is with your past yeah, the, the castmates. We get to see all the castmates come back. They're a part of the roast. I think this is such a gift to joke writing. Like, because it's just like, 
I get to roast these fucking whores who went home. Great. And then let's not forget they did a reading challenge too earlier in yes. the, the season series. So it's like not something foreign. It's something that is easier for them to roast, like let's say their previous contestants that were kicked off. Because there's a lot of material, like you said, it is a gift. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's I how would you do in a roast? Can you be mean? Can she can you write a mean joke? Because I personally well. can. <laughs> I have, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And that's actually, uh, you know, um, means that it means I can tell that you would be good, which is a compliment. Um, Thank you. For me, I think I would struggle, but then once I get over it, then I'll have a ball with it. Yeah. Because then it's like, really, it's about really connect. Like, it's really in a way loving. If you think of it that way, it's not really being mean because then you can come across as really mean mm-hmm. and you don't want that. It's There's something about it that it has to be intelligent and clever yes. that you can't help but laugh. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the key. Yeah. And there has to be a playfulness to it. And I, I, I mean, I, you... I, I bet it's there's something similar in, in, in acting, like where you're just like, there's a difference between just doing what's on the paper and like having that sense of play or like enjoying the moment you're in. And you can just tell like. Yeah. And I think like the, what's good about these challenges, even though sometimes I'm like, really, girl, what are you doing, RuPaul? Uh-huh. Like you can't it's not fair to expect these contestants to excel in an acting challenge and me understanding what acting is and how much time it took me taking classes and getting better at it and getting better at it. It's, it's an interesting environment to be put in to do these challenges, I find. But then again, I think what is really common in terms of all of the challenges that RuPaul Drag Race has is in all of them, you really have to have a strong sense of self. You have to know who you are. You have to be so comfortable in your own skin that nothing matters other than being present in the moment and making the most of it. Like, and then whatever that, However you handle that will show if you are worthy of the crown or not. Because it's then a huge it ask. Is, yeah, it indicates that you're really comfortable in your own skin. You're very confident and you're mm-hmm. present and you're emotionally intelligent and you're able to see things for what they are, or even like see them in a light that could be even more interesting and funny, you know, shedding making us like maybe even see other people in a different light, which makes us even fall in love with them more. I think that's how powerful these things can be. It really is. And you're right. Like on the one hand, it is a gigantic ask. Like, and especially these people are asked to turn in interesting, funny, nuanced performances within a day. And sometimes on the same day, very hard, even for comedy, very hard. But so on that Everyone who tries this, fucking kudos. Like, it takes so much nuts, literal or figurative, to put yourself yeah. in this in this space and just say, I'm going to fucking try it, whether this is your strength or not. But, like, to your point, that's what they want. If you have that adaptability and that sort of nerve to just, like, fuck it, here we go, three sheets to the wind, that is a pretty huge star quality that seems to be what they want. Well, I mean, I, I like not unlike a few of the guest judges that are invited. I forgot mm-hmm. which one. Was it like in the Spanish one or because now there's Canada? Oh, it was Canada. 
They had mm. the, the, the new the new season of Canada that I've been watching, of course. I've been watching I love that you're it's watching on, as much Drag Race as all of us. Like, well, I love. I, I mean, I've been a fan of RuPaul since I was in Lebanon, since I yeah. was in the 80s, in the 80s yeah. in Lebanon. And I was like, love wow. Work, supermodel. Work, like, turn to yeah, the left. Where Sashay, Shante, Shante, Shante. <laughs> I have one. Like, that was my fucking jam, man. And love it all. I It's a fucking bop. And then I'm like, who is this woman? I'm like, yeah. that is a woman. <laughs> I did not know she's a man. I thought it was yeah. the most gorgeous, magnificent yeah. woman I've ever seen in my life. It's like, she's so tall. She's so magnificent. I and don't then think I got I it as a America. kid either. No, yeah. I moved to America. And then I realized, oh, that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like a shocker. It was like Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> um, <That> was- <laughs> but no, I, after that, I obviously she's always been <laughs> someone I idolize and she is an icon in her own right. She's and, a gag. Yeah. And uh, what she did with RuPaul Drag Race is really a phenomenon. <clears throat> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, one sec. Silence, Haas. I feel like taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. Nicely done. <laughs> Silence. I have made my decision. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de de crap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, 
you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi, I bet you're a little intimidated of therapy. Be honest, I think we all are. Um, It's kind of scary until you get into it and you realize, oh, holy shit, this is the land of Oz and I could be in the Emerald City all goddamn day long. That's what BetterHelp has done for me. It's put me in touch with a licensed professional therapist who is able to communicate with me in ways that people in my life can't. Don't just talk to your Judies, okay? Because your Judies can't be as direct as a licensed professional therapist can. And these therapists can talk to you in any way you like. You can chat, you can do video, you can do phone calls. It really helps me to have that malleability. And I know it'll help you too. So why not do that while saving money? Money that traditional therapy can't guarantee. That's right. BetterHelp gives it to you for cheaper, entirely online, conveniently, flexibly, suited to your schedule, mama. So go fill out the brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed professional therapist. Want to switch? Guess what? There's no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. Ooh, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash drag her. Bring back my... Break? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to like, sometimes she comes up with different ways to bring back oh, my girls. Yeah. Squirrels, I don't know, something, you know, she always comes up with something different. We always, and that's how we do it. We get really stupid on this podcast and we say, bring back my break afterwards. That's like, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. That is it. So anyway, we're back in um, running order drama. Love this for us, right? We get the classic, we're going to do a roast. Ella, you get to decide who goes when. And Ella, of course, you know, with every right, uh, she does her thing where she's like, we're going to do a, a, a bad, good, bad, good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I don't think that would have made a difference, though, because I think Ella Agreed. and Skitty Scott Claus both killed it. That they was were going to do good. But Ella really, though, took it to a whole nother level. Like yeah. even specifically saying how she was looking at the audience, at the panel, Engaging with them. She's not looking all the time like Kitty Scott Claus. That was the moment. She does it really very effortlessly and naturally, like um, very calm. But everything is very specific and simple, straight to the point, which I like, you know. Because in the edit, you know, they, 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 which they're geniuses at this. They worry us because they show her, you know, delivering a dad joke. And I'm like, oh, at first I was like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't funny. Um, I actually thought it was funny. Cause <laughs> I thought it was so stupid that it was like, you can't help but laugh. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I, 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 I took the bait and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, Ella. Um, I mean, it was like it was a dad joke. It was a dad joke. And but that's it was, why I was actually like, making fun of dad jokes, though. 
Right. What, which, That's you know, what we, we call like non-comedy when I, I mean, like, I mean, right. like when it's purposefully so goofy, it's yeah. funny again. But I think that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to do that. And it yeah. worked because he did that. It was like, oh, shit, which yeah. means he could, which means you're like, oh, I'm nervous now for him. Or it could be like, oh, OK, I'm curious now even more. And for me, it was yeah. more like that. Than I was concerned, but I was, of course, you know, hushed right up. Um, because you know, uh, uh, well, let, let's, let's talk, let's get into this roast. I mean, we don't have to say much more before the roast. There's a little bit of gay youth trauma, you know, the classic gay youth trauma t- talk of being straight in acting, which we covered, uh, and vanity and her Jamaican fam being supportive, which God bless. Can I mm-hmm. ask you, uh, your, so we both have Brown families, your family, did they immediately come around or were they like, Give me some time. I'll I'll come around to this. Uh, no, they didn't immediately come around. I mean, my mom, when she first found out, she was like sobbing and like crying. And, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, my mom, too. Know, my mom was a little dramatic about it. Well, my mom is uh, the queen of drama. and being <gasps> dramatic. Is, our I mom, mean, is our mom the same person? Well, it sounds like they're both Arab women. <laughs> moms. <laughs> they have that in common. <laughs> so. They're they're rich. That the Arab women like to be dramatic or tend to be dramatic. I don't know which it is, but mm-hmm. it's cultural, I think, as well. I mean, I'm dramatic myself, but also like I'm passionate. I think Arabs are very passionate, and maybe that's where they become dramatic because they're so passionate. True. And we love things. If we love something, we love it. If we don't, we really hate it. It's like oh, we have strong yeah. feelings about things. Oh, um, yeah. But I've seen my mom tear down a fence with her hands. Because she didn't Damn. like the finish of the wood. <laughs> I, I you know what I mean? You actually, I believe you. You actually. know what I well, mean? Look, I mean, yeah, so we do have similar moms. I mean, look. <laughs> yee. Um, and you just I, have to hit her with a yee. Well, yeah, mom. <laughs> do you speak Arabic? No, no. I only know a few fun phrases. I just know the cuss words. That's it. And oh, how okay. to say, and the bidi masadi? Min fadlik? Uh, Anna Bidi Masadi. Oh yeah, Masadi with the R at the end. Ra. <laughs> yes. Said, yeah, yeah, Masadi. Okay. Yeah. See, my I'm rusty as hell. No, but that's good. That's pretty good. I mean, you're not not unlike my ex-wife who was moved here when she was two years old, mm-hmm. and she grew up here in Michigan. So her Arabic's like terrible, but she's my soulmate, and we're still. She's always gonna be my soulmate. I love that. I didn't know you were married. Yeah, I was married. that's great. I I tried to be straight. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. Damn, no, Haas. Yeah. That's I thought so... with my soulmate, I could do it, but even my soulmate couldn't save the day. <laughs> She's like, "Damn it!" Yeah, it was. It was really a genuine attempt on my end. But I was like 21, 22, so I was yeah. really young. Um, and you know, uh, I learned the hard way that I was born that way. There ain't nothing I could do Baby. about it. And the only thing I could I do mean, about and it you you specifically get it. a shout out in Born This Way. <laughs> Yes. Because you're Lebanese, <laughs> Lebanese or yeah. the other word I won't say that comes after that. Um, Lesbian. But, no, no, she says, uh, uh, but I love that. And were you able to share this news with her in 2017? And you were just like, hey, girl, sorry. I love you, no. but this is why. Well, I was lucky because um, actually, can I uh, plug my iPad to the plug. electricity? Because uh, it's going to yeah, let me do that. Do your thing. No rush. So with my mom, uh, it took my aunt, my mom's, um, my favorite aunt, my mom's 
favorite sister, if there's such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically told me, um, surprised me one day and said, okay, so I told your mom, it's been eight months that your mom knows that you're gay. And oh my God. And she's like, I hope you're not mad at me that I told her behind your back. No. Uh, yeah. And she said, because I really wanted to prepare her to educate her because oh my aunt was my reading, God. doing a lot of readings about uh, homosexuality and being queer. She was literally educating herself uh-huh. because she saw her son. She has a daughter and a son. She thought her son, my cousin might be queer or something. Uh-huh. So she was doing research and in the process of reading books about it. And then she confronted me when I was in Lebanon one time. And she pulled it out of me. And that's when she went and told my mom behind my back to prepare my mom. So eight months, imagine eight months. My mom knew. I didn't know that she knew. Whoa. She was like, well, now your mom knows that, you know, so she's expecting you to call her. So I called her. I was like, hey, mom. I was like, and then I was waiting for her to bring it up. She did not. <laughs> so, I was like, okay, bye. Because I was embarrassed. And then my aunt was like, what happened? I'm like, well, she didn't bring it up. So I like, call her again. <laughs> So I call her back oh and then she's like, look, God. I know that you're born that way. And I, I just want you to know that I have your back in this world. You have my back. We have each other. We, we we're there for each other. And that's all that matters. So it's like really sweet. That's cute. My and mom too, she me, came around. She was a little dramatic at first, making it about her. She came around. Yeah. I mean, my mom went as far as asking me if I was single or if I'm in a relationship. And I told her I'm single at that time. I was single. And she's like, really? So how do you release? I'm like, mom. <laughs> mom. Yeah. Why do, why, why are there no boundaries for brown people? There's no, like, we should, they're just like, release mom. Go home. <laughs> Go home. Mom, know, like, mom, sashay like, away. You're, you're, you're out of everyone else. Is the last, she even asked me, she's like, so who are you more? Are you the woman in a relationship or the oh, man? Oh, not this <laughs> that shit. That was her. There was that was her way of asking if I was the top or bottom. <laughs> My mom has said that shit to me too, where I'm just like, Mom, I do not want we don't need to talk about each other's sex lives. Yeah. We can just love <laughs> each other and absolutely never talk about this. <laughs> Although I do ask my mom when my dad was alive, may he rest in peace. Like, are you having sex with dad? Is it good? Like I asked her actually. Why? (laughs) Because I love her. She's not my mother only. She's also human. So I look at her that way. Yeah. So it's kind of like moving that she does reciprocate that with me, even though with me, I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm good. Like you don't need to know the details of all of that. That is love. That is real yeah. ass love. Yeah. And then my dad like found out he had a hard time with it. Fast forward two months before he died. He calls me telling me that he loves me for who I am. And he would fight for me against any family member. So he gave me that before he, his passing. Um, and um, honestly, now that it's out globally, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of me as being gay. I don't let them come up to me. Let them come up to me. And talk Isn't that fucking liberating? It, oh, it's it, beyond liberating. It's, it's and like, I'm sure you yeah, get so many messages of love of just like, thank you for being you. Getting, I'm getting so much love for my performance in the Marvel film. So yeah. much. And I'm really grateful for it. And I fucking made sure I like gave it my all and milked every moment in that movie. It was not a big part. <laughs> 
So it was not easy to do what I had to do. And I still did it. And I'm happy that, I mean, look, yeah, I know that they cut out some of those scenes, not all of and, them, but some mm-hmm. the kissing scene and whatnot, but mm-hmm. they'll still be able to see that when it gets, it starts stream. Yeah. So it's not a lost cause. It's actually exciting because um, if anything, it just also, makes more people want to see it. Like totally, if anything, totally. And, and also like, um, I think it's, um, um, I don't know. It's like really about time for that to happen in Marvel, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, and also, cause it's also like, yeah, we just need unique storylines and, and it's not a big deal. And just let people be fucking people. We're, we've done it. We did it. Let it be, let it be old hat. Like for the love of God, let, let us be yeah. boring too. Let, love, let us be yeah, boring. Exactly. Love, love <laughs> does not know gender, secular, sexual orientation or sexual or, or identity, gender identity. It doesn't know any of that. Especially love. in movies where aliens are kissing each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking aliens, baby. Yeah, exactly. We're past it. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's get back into this roast. Cause, um, uh, let's see. Here we go. Crystal. He, okay. So let's let's talk about this. Crystal, like, was she could have look. She could have done better. She and but she didn't do terrible. And I like that they applaud her on her. Like, she was having fun. But it was so funny that she got roasted back in the <laughs> middle of her performance. Well, yeah, that was kind of easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, she set them up. She set yeah. them up. But there's something endearing about her that I found her to be a little bit endearing in that whole process. Like, yeah, you know, specifically, like she's a virgin. Yeah. What? I mean, I know. I and felt she's like, like sex on legs, and she's a virgin. And I, <laughs> I liked that. That says a lot, though. If you really pay attention to that detail, it really shows you that she's really struggling as a human being. She's struggling. And she's yeah. young. She's 19. She's also really talented. You know, she's very oh. talented. She's fierce. She, she has an amazing future no matter what because she's already has no has such a big part of herself figured out. Like she has, she knows herself as a performer. She's stunning, all of that shit. There's just like with the comedy stuff, you know, there's some things I felt like they could she could have, I wish they would allow comedy coaches there to be like more of this, less of this, because like the virgin thing is interesting if she leans into it in a different way. Right. But she didn't know how. And this didn't know how. Is, I think what made her endearing to me is the fact right. that she didn't know how says a lot about who she is, like how maybe parts of herself was, were never nurtured, never mm-hmm. allowed to be nurtured, to grow into becoming what they were supposed to become. And that is a very common thing amongst a lot of queer people growing up as mm-hmm. kids. They're not mm-hmm. nurtured fully to their fullest potential. And so she ends up focusing on one aspect of who she is and what she thinks will make her feel valued the most. And maybe mm-hmm. that became the physical part of herself. And so I get that. And it also is a, another indication that there is almost like a paralysis in her growth when she says that she's still a virgin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing. And I, I liked her jokes about, you know, making fun of Michelle, uh, you know, being explaining what a virgin is to her. I think that's funny. Um, it just I mean, like look, she could have definitely gotten done better. But I, it I was, was just like saying, pacing, just like pace it up. <laughs> the beginning was great, actually. I thought then she started to lose her way. Yeah. But the beginning was a great start. And, it was and it's really- not at all the worst roast in terms of RuPaul's no. Drag Race history. We've seen 
true train wrecks from seasons past. I mean, personally, I thought it was going to be much worse. So I was really happy for her. It was fun. Uh, She's funny. She's funny, but she, you could tell she's trying. Like, even if it wasn't really one of the best roasts, it was not a successful one fully. But like you said, she didn't fail miserably. And I think the fact that she tried, you can see that. You can see how she tried. And I appreciate her thought process and the fact that she was able to bring something to show us a different side of her. Maybe unlike Vanity Milan, where I felt... It was again going back to that dirty rice, which is fine. I get it. It's part of. We've the done it though. But Come you've on. done it on Snatch Game, right? We did uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her roast was more of a photo album, like commemorating her time on the show. It was more yeah. like, remember this moment? Okay, let me flip the page, and yeah. I remember this challenge. Like it wasn't. There wasn't enough right. jokes there, and um, yeah. some weird joke delivery, which you know, once again, it's a thing of like. It's not everyone knows how to do this, which is the most normal thing. Because I don't know how to fucking I, people. I don't know how to perform like her. Jesus Christ, she's an incredible performer, and yeah. that's her superpower. You mean like when she's lip syncing? Oh, uh, her lip syncs yeah. are. She is in the for me top eight, six best lip syncers in the show's history. I have to be honest. Like that's why I'm a little bit surprised that she kind of underperformed next to Crystal Brizacci. I and thought I the like, edit was like, suspicious. I thought that she did that on purpose. That oh, really? wanted Crystal Brizacci to go third. And she was ready. It's okay. I'll let her go. Because I don't know if it's because of what Crystal Brizacci's story behind what she's going through, her struggle. I don't know if that's partly why. I almost felt that. Because if you want to like compare her... she has her some survivor's thing, guilt. Yeah, like it's almost like if you compare her lip sync to the other lip syncs that she had, it looked a little bit it less. It was a little fight. pulled back. Yeah, it was a little bit less fight mode, like how she was prior. <clears throat> yeah. Do you feel like, and I literally am I'm brainstorming here, I was like, was it like she's like, they've seen these certain tricks of mine, so I don't want to repeat them? Or, you know what I mean? Was she like, I, I don't, I don't want to do this thing again because I've done she it? Was- I think she was really into the music in the right way in the beginning of that lip sync. That I was like, oh, she's going to get this the fourth time, I think. Yeah. That's what I thought. But then I could see how she would like, like not go there anymore. Like, and then Crystal Versace, she was going there. And I was like, oh, this is actually my go for Crystal now. Like, and this is where I flipped. I was like, oh, this is actually... Yeah. That's why I wanted the editing to be more like, y'all, show me the fucking stage. Stop cutting away. Because I, know, I always I feel like they're, that. I, I hate that. hate that. It's like, it's it like they're, like, that's not persuading fair. Let me. Let me make a decision. Yeah, exactly. Let me make yeah. a decision. Yeah. It's so transparent, the editing. I'm like, just let me look at the. <sighs> that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Performance, because they both did great, and there's little moments where I'm like, I know Vanity did something good there. Can I please see it, cameraman, too, please? Um, yeah, I mean, look, the music really possesses uh, Vanity in the best way, I find. Yeah. So it's always been an attractive thing for, to me, for me to watch Vanity, Vanity like how... Whenever the music hits her, it becomes a part of her blood somehow. Um, yeah. But this is why I feel like, hmm, I wonder if she was like pulling back, you know, to let Crystal That's take this. interesting. And isn't that very British too? I mean, from what I've learned, you know, there's sort of a, you know, uh, we learned this a lot in season two and season one, you know, it's like, it's quite British to, uh, 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 you know, not be so gaudy, gaudy like bout it bout it competition wise it's seen as a little bit gauche to be like get out of my fucking way it's me and it's you know it's seen a little bit maybe a little bit more appropriate to be like it's my time i'm reading the room and goodbye i mean it's funny you say that because i think there is a dilemma with that meaning yeah on one end yes but on another end they're realizing that like hell of a day like no bitch i got three badges now what <laughs> you know so, yeah so, right yeah um, okay, well, we're going to hey, silence again, Haas. <laughs> we have to take a break. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie Angie.com. Thank you. My break. Okay, we're going to finish up our chat of the roasts and this runway, etc. real quick. Um, let's see, Haas. So what else do we want to say about Ella's roast or Kitty's roast or any of this? Well, we didn't really... Well, did we, we talked a little bit about Ella and, and Kitty. I mean, I think Ella and Kitty both were fucking badass. But uh, Ella... They were for, great. For specifically, Ella... I mean, I love Kitty's Scott Claus. I think Kitty's Scott Claus her smile is so infectious. Um, You can tell she's just happy to be there and you can tell she loves to do what she's doing. And, and that's a, I loved Kitty's jokes. I, I, I'm a little biased with Kitty and I don't know why I just really like her, but I'm like calling myself out on the bias because I liked Kitty's jokes a little bit more, but I think Ella's performance was just better. Like, yeah, eh. she was present. 
Hello. Yes, so, present. This is what I'm talking about. If you're if you show the world that you're present and unfazed by any of this, mm-hmm. that is part quality. Right. Right. And I would love to see like if there was anything cut from I feel like that we got some there's had to be some stuff cut because I felt like there were missed jokes with the queens there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was shocked that no one made a joke to about Chorisa being like, if if only your talent was half as big as your cock. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Who who made the joke about like you don't have to? Like, oh yeah, that was kitty. Doesn't mean that you have to smell you have to like smell one. like one. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that Great. was yeah. Okay. I was I was hoping someone like for charity case. And maybe they didn't, it was just cut, but like, hey charity case, if only your looks were as horrifying as your acting skills. Like Oh, s- that's a good one. <laughs> something. I was like, but maybe this is just stuff that was cut from the editing room Yeah, or we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. God knows what we miss out of all of these fucking edits. <laughs> I know. Over I the mean, years. Yeah. This was a funny thing, though, where just like the bottom two in the room are getting roasted. People are talking back on stage. I loved the sense of humor of the girls. And like the girls did a good job roasting back. I was shocked. I was like, yeah. these are well-timed clapbacks. Y'all work. I mean, I think that's also what happens when you get more comfortable in those situations. Then that that starts happening. And um, but like look how we're both like, oh yeah, this is an exciting part of it. Well, I guess what is really exciting is to see others be comfortable in their own skin and so comfortable to the point that they express themselves freely. That is a very, Mm -hmm. very um, inspiring thing to watch always, no matter Mm -hmm. who it is. Mm -hmm. And I think this is, but this is, oh yeah, this is what I was trying to get at. So we're talking about uh, Canada drag race. season, And then Italia. No, Go but ahead. Canada specifically, there's a, a guest judge that cried when one yes, Fee, was, Fifi Dobson. Yeah. She started was crying because she was like, you're all so talented. I wish all of you could win. And I agree with her because everyone is different and unique. It's it's and so I was like, well, what the fuck is this whole competition about? So I was like, I think I got it. I think it's about showing all the queer people around the world mm-hmm. be true to who you are and be unapologetically yourself Mm -hmm. and do not make yourself small for anyone or anything or any reason. You better take me to fucking church, bitch. You better. So whoever wins is the epitome of that. It's an example and a symbol for all queer people to be like, yes, be yourself, be true to yourself, be unapologetically you and let your fucking light shine. That's Take it. space. I have a hard time taking space. And this is, I'm working on this, but I have a hard time taking space because frankly, I'm used to just, like we talked about before, being specific. I'm used to just being too, just too specific to be understood. So I make myself invisible. I'm just used mm-hmm. to that. And I'm really trying to overcome that. And it can be very hard, especially when we're in spaces that are, let's be real, just straight white dominated. Like, how mm-hmm. do you, how did you break yourself out of that? Well, uh, I'm still uh, trying to break out of that <laughs> in, the, in the film industry, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, Oh, in general, like, I think ever since I came out is when it mm-hmm. started happening, where I was like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You know, obviously, I'm still dealing with uh, getting less opportunities. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm also trying not to let that um, 
be a defining factor by trying to produce my own projects and, and mm-hmm. working with uh, certain people to produce uh, content that I can um, expand the possibilities of where I can play as an actor, the characters that I get to portray. Um, but aside from my career, I think just me in general, uh, ever since my coming out, um, uh, I now can express myself however I want to. Mm-hmm. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about, however I want to talk about that thing. Um, that really is, is to me, one of the best things I could have ever done to myself coming out and just like taking that power back, my own power and then regaining mm-hmm. my own power and, and not being apologetic about it. It's one of the reasons why I shared that I was a bottom because I, you know, was making a point out of that. Like just because that. I'm a bottom, it doesn't mean I can't, defend myself if somebody's trying to come at me to kill me just because fuck yes you know so you isn't know. bottoming fun <laughs> i mean it's yeah. so fun it is fun but un- <laughs> unless you're two bottoms then that could be interesting <laughs> that's true that's true i i fucking love that you're so right and it's like we're still not past that because we in the queer community have taken on the toxic masculinity that surrounds us and we have taken on the misogyny of bottom means more like a woman more like a woman means less power like we have taken that on and it's fucking stupid well it's sexism really yes and it's not unlike oh it's cool for a straight actor to play gay or queer but Mm -hmm. not the other way around well really i'm sorry that's some bullshit is all I say. Yes. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking, and you know what? And honestly, it, it's all about connecting and making these stories happen. In fact, literally, you know, I'm a writer and I'm literally oh. like, have a couple of things where I'm like, I'm, I'm about to pitch. I'm about to pitch something to this bitch because we can work together. In fact, elevator pitch, something I'm working on right now called Chic Shake Click about, <laughs> about an Ethiopian prince, uh, an Indian prince and a shake from Dubai. Oh, shit. Who, who are all closeted, right? Oh. Um, this is based on the true story of that gay Indian prince. Oh, uh, I'm like, this is getting better and better. <laughs> and it's, their, it's the story of their lives uh, as closeted brown and black royalty. Wow. And it's Sex in the City meets Coming to America. Holy, is it a TV series or a movie? I, I want it to be a TV show. Um, it in. could be either. I'm and in. there you go. And there you go. Um, but yeah. I'm sold. Sold. I want to see that show. We'll chat. We'll chat. I, mean, I, I literally will chat. It would be nice that I get to play uh, a regal prince who happens to be queer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And another thing to be like, instead of us always having to be like, so it's a gay film. So um, who's sick and dying of the HIVs? It's like, no, we can just have queer stories about queer people Somebody now. said that to me recently on my Instagram. Bitch. They're like, weren't they afraid that they're going to catch HIV? I'm like, <sighs> I mean, first of all, that's not funny. And how fucking Not stupid. at all. Embarrassing I, that anyone would say that to you. I'm like, do you know that it was not only gay people that were dying from HIV? <laughs> Girl, it's not a gay <laughs> disease. No, it's not. <laughs> but that's so, what they wanted to shop it around as, though, right? So fucking basic. That's fucking yeah. basic, and oh, and it's over, and it's it's over. But yeah, yeah. that's and that's why literally I'm so gagged for you. You're part of a, you're part of a gigantic moment right now, and it's only gonna grow from here. Like, well, let's make that TV show. What is it? Shake, shake, it's shake, 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 click. Shake, shake, no, shake, shake, click. Yeah, 
What does click at the end mean? Like click, like group, like like oh, click. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Click. Okay. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. That's it cool. could, it okay, could be. Right. It could, it could. The name could change. No, I like it. It's it's catchy. It it makes you curious. You're like, what is <laughs> happening with this? <laughs> cool. It's also very catchy, which is cool. And it is connected to the story because it's basically Sheikh is the Sheikh, and then yeah. the Sheikh is the uh, the Indian prince and the. I I I'm I mean I I took it to be like you know like we're chic we're sheikhs and we're the click that whole thing oh got it got it love it great and they're we'll all talk. real people they're all real people there's that gay prince the gay Indian prince that's happening right now who loved him by the way yeah yes I forget his name his name is Singoli I think it's Mahendra Singoli I might be fucking it up anyway. He's. I love that he's living his best gay life, and I'm like, this means there's more gay what royalty is he doing in the for midst. The gay people in India. Is he doing anything for gay people in India? No, I don't well, think so. That's a shame. Shame. That's on a shame. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Let's, I agree. Prince, get your ass. Get up your ass and bitch. Just, yeah. <laughs> look how fucking. Look how fucking prince you look. Um. So. <laughs> Let's let's chirp and burp these runways before we talk about that lip sync. We kind of talked about lip sync already, but we have this oh my goddess lip sync. I'm sorry, this oh my goddess runway. Amazing looks. I can um I can screen share if you would like to look at them. Sure. Um here we go. Let, let me pull it up. Got a little here we go. Zoom, 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 baby. So it's Oh My Goddess. As you know, they're giving us some sickening, gaggy, uh, royal looks. As a whole, uh, what did you think of this runway theme? Love it. I mean, how could you not as a goddess? Hell yeah. It's 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 a good look. We all have an inner goddess within us. Let's just be real. <clears throat> I agree. Agree. And if, okay, let's hypothetically, if you win in as, as Almaza, would you... <laughs> What what would you rock? I mean, are you going to give oh, me like a, a Natasha I, I Atlas have, moment? Are you going to give me a, a Natasha Atlas moment? Are you going to oh. give me a Haifa moment? Or are you just going to uh, go a whole nother direction? I would go like a really either, I would say maybe like a, a goddess, belly dancer, goddess sort of theme. Yes. Oh, yes. I love, I live, I live for, I live for this. Yeah, I love okay. that look for you. Okay, this one? Oh, the, the the you mean the belly dancing? Your uh, belly dancer moment. Yeah, this is cool. I love the headpiece. The headpiece is really cool. Um, yes, we're looking at Crystal Versace's brown and gold goddess yeah. with the head, the halo. Yeah, it's almost like Thailandish, right? Like yeah, Thai there's influence or something. It does look like there's Thai influence with the decorating in the yeah. headpiece. Um, it's cool, it's very beautiful and elegant and I love goddess. It. Yeah, very the goddess. brown velvet, the mermaid sequin is cool because they're like just little gray moments in there. And like, yeah, something for me with the silver, gold, and brown feels like such an unpredictable thing. Yeah, and it's like it could go bad, but and then it, like a velvet, it was fabric, stunning. The velvet yes, brown against the gold, like metallic gold. It's right. nice, different texture. Like it, it gives it that regalness, makes it regal. Because <clears throat> on paper, if someone said to me, oh, I'm wearing a brown, gold, and silver look, I would say, girl, Yeah, you sure? you'd be like, that's boring. But yeah. actually, it doesn't look boring. And her makeup looks great with it as well. 
Um, the draping from the headpiece adds a whole nother layer. It's yeah. She's she doesn't fuck up on the runway. Yeah, ever. and the hair, the the color of the wig is great with the whole look. It's like it's a great. White, yeah, yeah. It's a chirp for me. And chirp means good, burp means bad, just to update oh, you. Oh, chirp and burp. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. Well, the hey, only drag I mean, podcast, so gotta, it's, like, it's our- You gotta, like, find something different that stands out from boot, toot, or boot, right? Huh? I don't know her. I'm sorry, I don't know her. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but- you're crazy. <laughs> That's actually one of my one of my favorite shows to watch is fashion photo review. <laughs> I have I'll have to check it out. I haven't heard of it. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, I'm kidding. I see. <laughs> well, they no, never invited I mean, me, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Um, Ella of a day Ooh. comes out in this constellation yeah. moment bodysuit. What do we think? I really was pleasantly surprised by it. Like I was surprised because it was like. Not something that any of us expected, the constellation thing. And I actually yes. like it because, you know, the universe, the stars, galactic, you know, a goddess, that does in a way make sense. Uh, I have to say, I did like the hair, even though the judges hated it. But I thought she looked gorgeous, really, honestly. She looks really beautiful. She's really stunning. And I mean, I think she's she keeps looking better and better yeah, on the runway, which is great news. I do yeah. think, I did agree that like, the hair was not bad, but I did. I, I did. I couldn't quite. I agreed with the judges being like, something is disconnected like a here. Or something maybe. Yeah, uh, headpiece or just something was disconnected for me. I. It's a chirp for me. Yeah, I also like I, I, the I tattering. It's, a, it's definitely a chirp for me as well. For, for I like the tattery fringe. That's interesting to me. Yeah, and the colors are really beautiful on her skin. Like the mm-hmm. makeup, the eye makeup is gorgeous. Look at that makeup with the skin. It's she looks really, really good. And I wanted, I, not to be critical, but I was like, I wanted this makeup earlier, but maybe that's how, that's just how this works on Drag Race. You get better as you do it over and over. She's gotten better, that's for sure. She's yeah. gotten better. It's gaggy. It's a chirp. Double a chirp. <laughs> it's a chirp. <laughs> I love it. I wish you could make a chirp sound. No, I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> oh, if I only I could kind of whistle. <laughs> Next, we have Vantati Malant coming out in this black and gold goddess moment. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a chirp as well. It's uh, a chirp as well. From the titties up, it is stunning. Yeah. And then it's a little... Like, remind us a little bit of Beyonce, or am I confused? It is. No, it's very what? pregnant Beyonce, almost. Yes. I, okay, good. I'm glad. Because I was like, wait a minute. Like, I remember Beyonce with the headpiece, no? Yeah. Yeah, she had a very similar headpiece with, like, the pregnancy moment. Right. And, like, bl- yes. gold chains yes. draping around her. Right. I I do chirp it. I There's some problems. It, there's some problems waist waist down, not like huge problems, but it's just like when you compare it to everyone else's, it's it, it, there's some things that could be better below the waist. It's still a chirp for me. I mean, honestly, I feel like I wish the whole thing was gold. Yeah, honestly. and maybe less brown in there. That would have made it probably pop more because it would have balanced it because it's so gold heavy from the headpiece to the bra. Yeah, but then underneath it, it's Almost not balanced. Like, I wish it was more gold. You're right. And then less of the brown. That would have probably made it pop more and make it look balanced, maybe. You're right. Because the tights, like, the tights, like, stick out in a not yeah. good way. That's like, a good I'm point. like, yeah, 
Yeah. Like I'm just like, I see tights, 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 as opposed to like the above piece. Like yeah. you said, has so much gold. You got a lot of legs in there. And so I think she could have gotten away with having more gold in her bust. Uh, not the bust lower, but like, you know, the, the, the midsection. Literally, yeah. I literally wonder if she should have taken off one of those eight necklaces and wrapped it around one of her legs and given like an asymmetrical gold leg moment. I mean, look, I, I, that sounds interesting too. I don't know. Like that's, uh, wow. You're, but that's like a completely becomes a completely different thing, which I also appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a chirp. It's a chirp. And her makeup keeps getting better and better and better. Too. Yeah. I mean, she looks great, but I feel like we both agree that it, it doesn't feel balanced. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But it's and a maybe the sh- it's a chirp, it's a chirp, but you know. Uh, next, Kitty Scott Claus giving oh. gold and pink Greek goddess moment. Well, that's beautiful. What else can you say other than beautiful? It's beautiful. I it beautiful. I thought it was really feminine, and even though it had like this sort of gladiator esque Greek, like Greek mm-hmm. goddess sort of uh, quality. Yeah, it, it was flowy and feminine at the same time, which I appreciate. And yeah, she looks great. She looks great. The hair's gorgeous. The makeup's nice. My yeah. my only critique is that it's kind of what I would assume she would have worn. Mm. Like it's not she, surprising. And that's not yeah. surprising. It's not surprising. not surprising. I do do like the masculine slash feminine thing about it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like I like that sort of combo. Uh, but I agree with you. It is not really definitely want to compare it to the others. They were more surprising than hers for sure. Yeah, this is we've seen her deliver something very close to this. It looks good. The hair but, is unique and interesting. The draping is nice, but mm, but it's, it's I, not have to agree. I do agree with Graham Norton when he said something to her. She, he said, you know, one thing about you, you always dress yourself where you make your body look good. Yeah, that I agree. She's so, yeah, she knows her body She yeah. and, and she loves her body and that makes yeah, me love her. her even more. Just yes. like when she talked in the past about being like, yeah, I'm big and juicy and I love that about myself. I'm like, yeah. yes. Well, I mean, that's, I think that's my favorite thing about Kitty Scott Claus is that sort of positive image that you would have about yourself no matter. And I think, no, that's a beautiful thing because because it's it's that's how it should be. Yes, and I'm I I I mean she just wins me over like literally in the untucked this week where her family comes on screen and she says I don't know who they are. I was like that is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But that is the level tell, of British humor I expect. Tell, you could tell how much she loves them and how much they love her. Him. Yes. So you could tell that there's a lot of love in that family. It I'm is not surprise, surprise, surprise. Look at Kitty, Kitty Scott Claus. She is one of the few that are so comfortable in her own skin. There not surprised anymore that she has such a great relationship with her family and her folk yeah. are loving, you know? Yeah. It was Crystal cute. Crystal Versace. Her family, which is four, was the same person four times. <laughs> right? It was freaky. I was like, wait a minute. The little brother looks like Damien. Um, but you can feel that there's something disconnected there somehow. Yeah. And it's yeah. not shade or anything, but I'm just saying, interesting how you can see the difference between, let's say, Kitty Scott Claus's family versus Versace's yes. family. 
Uh, I loved, of course, when the husbands or the partners of Ella, Ella Bidet and uh, Crystal. Vanity. Sorry. Yes. Van, yes. The that was cute. And, and how you can see how happy they, they are to see their loved ones. Uh, that's also sweet. But isn't that interesting yeah. how with some they show their families and with others, they sh- I guess if you have a partner, they'll show your partner. If you have, if yeah. you have a partner, they show your family or friends. I yeah. wonder. I yeah. wonder. I mean, I'm sh- who knows. I, I who I, I'm sure they want a variety of of tear jerking moments, uh, and they're like, "Who's gonna make them fucking cry?" Ooh, talk and about tear jerking moments. Can I just quickly give a shout out to Drag Race Italia? Baby. Oh my god, I haven't seen the episode yet. But talk uh, to just give I us a. Uh, you're telling us like we have crying. to watch it. From the first episode, I was like crying. I was like, "You can't do this to me." No, it was probably my. It you might lo- be becoming my absolute favorite Drag Race season ever of all time. Italian. Wow. It might. It might. Should it we cover it on the pod? The first episode. And yeah. I say, like the contestants are such a breath of fresh air. They're all very real mm-hmm. and honest to the point that it can get uncomfortable. But then they're so honest that when they're passionate and feeling emo- like you feel everything they're expressing. And like, wow. like you said earlier, like in Italy, it's not easy to grow up there. Like you have to be strong. You have to have thick skin. You have to be able to survive. You can see that in those screens. It's like, Oh yeah, damn. they were, they had to go through so much to get to where they're at now to be able to shine their light. And it's really satisfying to see that. <clears> Haas, <throat> I, l- yeah, I can- I'm going to watch it. We might even have to cover it. We might have to include it in our pod coverage, but you we'll let to. the listeners, okay, yeah. we'll let the listeners decide. We'll, we'll throw yeah. a little vote out their way, but we'll, hopefully we'll be able to do that. And then we have this lip sync. The lip sync's a gag. Um, I loved it. I would have loved to have seen a top four. Uh, mm, you know, just to, I, you know, but I get I it. I get it. I that Vanity Milan really put up a bigger fight. I wouldn't be surprised if RuPaul then decided, okay, all four of you are going to go to the finale. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I have to say? And this is not shade, but one thing I did notice just seeing them next to each other, it, I couldn't help but notice the, the nicer wig on Crystal slinging back and forth next to Vanity's <laughs> less nice hair. And I was like, uh, it's just like, I noticed that detail and I was like, Fuck. yeah. Fuck! It's like hard to see the human hair slang in next to the not so human hair. And trust, and I am and look, and I am a cheap queen saying this. I am not a top dollar queen. Um, I mean, why do drag queens wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason, right? So yeah. of course, yeah, that is a part of it. That's a part of it, and it's always like a part of it. What you end up dressing up in, in the, on the runway before a lip sync. It's like, oh my God, how are you going to fucking lip sync for your life now? You know, and then you see them like start to rip off some shit and whatnot. Yeah. That's always like interesting when Victoria, was it Veronica, Victoria, the Veronica Green? Well, when she was wearing her butterfly. Yeah. It was like dead butterfly thing. Yeah. And it was just so much. And I was like, oh boy, that really was not the right time for you to lip sync with this outfit. And sometimes they will excuse a girl because they know damn well she cannot lip sync in it. Sometimes yeah. they give people grace. Like, they've done it before. Like, when Asia O'Hara fucked up in season 10, but she was wearing a merman mask. Oh, right, yes. And then they're but like, okay, was, uh, you're safe. Merman mask, though. That was really- It was. 
But I think they were like, we know damn well she cannot lip sync in that. Let's yeah. just let's just let's just make her safe. Let's oh, just because get her she out probably of here. didn't even have makeup on. <laughs> she didn't even have makeup on underneath. That's what. <laughs> yeah. In fact, she had the the creepy little Charlie Chaplin mustache. Anyway, because yeah, of, well, whatever. Ray, what's her name? Um, you look like Linda Evangelista. You're so beautiful. Uh, what? Who? Uh, Aja. We're talking about Aja or Valentina. Wait, the, who? Valentina. Valentina. Like, I'd like to keep it on, please. Well, oh, we know why she wanted to God. keep it on because she didn't have no fucking lipstick on. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. <laughs> Fucking Valentina. Yeah. That moment is still, I that is one of the best moments in Drag Race history. They still use it till now on other Ru- RuPaul Drag Race shows. Right now, recently, I, I'd like to keep it on, please. Someone said it in one of the challenges. I forgot which Oh, one. they they just did it on Bra Wars. It, it will be. Oh, it, yeah, it'll, that's true. Bra Wars. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah. They will do it forever. It's also such a gag because it was literally, you could obviously tell that Ru was like, I want you to stay. Can you please lip sync so we can keep you? Right. And she couldn't yeah. do it. I mean, that was the reason why she wanted to keep it on, not the, not having makeup. Right. right. Yeah. Because I love you. I've taken too much of your time. And no, not at all, honey. I love you. I love what you're doing. Good oh, I appreciate you. Thank you for asking me to be on, uh, like to invite me on your podcast. I'm a big RuPaul Drag Race fan. So clearly, and I love your passion for it. It means the world to me. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Well, I mean, the show means the world to me and RuPaul means the world to me. And um, I'm excited. I want to see you on that judge panel, girl. Me too. I mean, what the fuck are they waiting for? Come on, TikTok, baby. I mean, it'll happen. It'll happen. Kissing a fucking black man like RuPaul. What the fuck? What more do you need from me? You're, you're, yeah, it's going to happen. I see it now. (laughs) I see it happening. Um, I I, we're putting out in the universe and it makes sense to me. I think it's going to happen. Then you're going to have to invite me again to the podcast once I do that. Any day. You are, you are welcome any day. No, um, spilled the tea all about Rue. <laughs> oh my God. Gush. Gush. She was I like, I was talk, telling her all these amazing things. And she's like, nothing matters unless the camera's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm gagging. I'm gagging. You know, if she says that to me. Oh I'm like, my God. Bitch, bitch what? You're going to say, <laughs> sit, sit your ass like, down and shut the fuck up, bitch. Bitch. Are you, am I getting... Nothing matters unless you're getting, I'm getting paid for this. Oh my God. And then she's going to say, I can't wait till I send you home. I can't wait till I send you home. Um, no, not, nothing but love and respect for her. I really do. I, I really do. And I know Clearly. she was under the, a lot of heat because of a lot of things, but I'm glad that we have trans uh, women part of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's perfect. It's great. I'm really excited by this. This, and I'm excited that the show is just going to be more and more and more and more and more inclusive of all kinds of drag expressions. I, I think it's a bright future for queerness. Uh, well, yes, thanks to Rue, because one of my favorite things about RuPaul Drag Race is whenever the queens or the contestants share parts of their lives or journey growing up, i.e., for instance, fuck, um, with the dots. Uh, 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 Dusty Ray Bottoms? Yeah, Dusty Ray Bottoms, where she was talking about, wasn't it? Was she. It was shocking. Was she talking about conversion therapy? Yeah. yeah. Course, like, I love those moments because mm-hmm. then we're reminded that, yes, guess what? 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been going through a lot. And to give a chance for these queens to give them a voice so they can actually speak their truth mm-hmm. in that sort of environment is above and beyond. I mean, just think of it like how many people across the globe now are watching Drag Race and they're actually now hearing the stories about all these queer boys, what mm-hmm. they have to go through. Mm-hmm. That's I'm like, hell yeah, RuPaul, bow down. It's- you got to bow down. It is it is an incredibly stunning moment in queer excellence. And yeah, it's nice that we get to share those stories. And it's wild that we all have those stories where you're just like, sometimes you almost forget how much you've been through because you're just, we're just surviving and trying to be our best. And we're like, oh yeah, well, I guess much I did. Place. We're in a much better place. But we're in a great we, place. But we forget, thanks to we're here, that show on mm-hmm. HBO. With Love. Shangela, um, Eureka, and Bob the Drag Queen. Love that show. Um, Love. But then the Bible Belt. Holy fuck. I'm like, God, that oh, fucking Selma God. episode like tore me up. Yeah. I mean, crazy. every episode. But, but, but that show is a wonderful example of the fact that, yeah, we live in America, uh, the land of the free, you know, where everyone is equal <laughs> between codes. Girl. Right? Yeah, but then past weekend. there's a lot of gay people, queer people in this country who are really struggling. It's really mm-hmm. fucked up how str- much they're struggling. And the show like We're Here shows you that. And also Drag Race shows you that. But We're Here also, I like the angle they go with it. It's different. You know, it's really more about putting the spotlight on these queer people who are otherwise not seen, invisible, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And because today is... We're recording on Transgender Day of Remembrance. Oh, yay. Yes. Or, you know, we are remembering all the people we lose, um, unfortunately, uh, because it is a, it's a, it's um to say it, to put it kindly, it's a fucking struggle to be queer and to be trans in particular. It is incredibly yes. life-threatening to well, just try to be your authentic self. Well, I mean, Stonewall, tra- like, had it not been for trans people, right? Like, We wouldn't have had yeah, that moment. Probably We wouldn't not. have had that liberty. Yeah. Probably not. And I think, um, yeah, totally. Everything you said and trans people finally, thank God, finally they're being given, being visible the way that they should have been way back. Mm-hmm. I guess we had to do it this way to get to the trans people and then the non-binary and all of that, right? Yeah. Like it had to happen this way for it to make sense. Because initially yeah. I was like, well, why were trans people not visible even in the queer community before? Now they're actually visible bef- way than ever before. Interesting. I, I mean, I, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but I will say, I think, I think quite simply, it's as queer people, we are seeking from validation from majority culture. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I think even as early as the 2000s or 90s, people were like, I'm trying to prove to you, straight majority culture, that I am one of the approachable ones. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. one of the acceptable ones. And that's mm-hmm. our own homophobia, like yeah. fighting us and sometimes making it easier to just seek acceptance than to actually open the door for all our queer sisters, yeah. brothers, and siblings. Yeah, I mean, it's not unlike that RuPaul was uh, under the like, heat because of the fact that, oh, well, Drag Race is for boys who dress up like women. Once you become a trans woman, mm-hmm. then that makes you not a part of that. But then she learned or realized, RuPaul realized, no, that's actually not true because trans women were boys mm-hmm. and they became women. So 
you can't deny that as part of their reality, the truth either. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that just like everyone under the queer umbrella is just like getting to express themselves and participate in drag. I think that's really important. And honestly, I, I, I don't even know if I don't personally don't even think you have to be a traditional, I, 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 I'm well, here for people who aren't queer doing drag personally. Isn't season two of UK, didn't they have a real woman compete? Um, well, th- you mean early, earlier this season we had our oh, was it? earlier oh. this season, we had Victoria. Oh, and she hurt her knee. Yes. yes. Oh, it was this season. Oh my God. Jesus. Time flies. Wow. It, well, wait, wait, when the drag race slaps Ooh. you in the face, like so many cocks at an orgy, I mean, it, it can be hard know. to keep up with. Never, <laughs> no. the, the biggest orgy was with two other guys. <laughs> oh, Go on. <laughs> That's it. Two other three. So threesome. Never had more than two. Yeah, me me neither. Oh uh, uh, yeah. That's only a threesome. Funny, cra- oh man, crazy story. Okay, okay, okay. If you enjoyed this, please follow us at Drag Her Podcast. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We need them. We need. We really need them. We've had some very suspicious, not so great uh, uh, reviews lately. Some with the title "Reverse Racism." Um, which if you are a person, you know that reverse racism is a very coded racist thing to put in, uh, and, uh, so please show us some loves. Give us some five stars on the Apple podcasts and Haas, where can we support you besides watching Eternals? That's fucking Marvel's Eternals in theaters everywhere. Uh, my Instagram is verified. It's Haas.Slayman and my Twitter. (laughs) Is Twitter is also verified hostile. That's it. I'm not on Facebook. <clears throat> work, work. Okay, yeah, and follow, follow for the thirsts, the snacks, and the traps. <laughs> you'll you'll be happy you did. Haz, I adore you. Thank you for coming and chatting with me like a sister today. You are the best. Likewise, my love. Likewise, and all the best to you. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love the show, and I love talking about Drag Race and everything that you discussed on the shows. Great. So thank you for having me. You're amazing. Thank you for coming. And, 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 and we'll work together in the future one of these days. I can't wait. Well, we do need to continue our conversation about that show. I love it. Shake click. I love it. I love it. I think it's work. Yeah. I'm intrigued. It's hard to be intrigued nowadays. So good on you for intriguing. Good. Good. I live. I live. Okay. Well, till next time. Bye, bitches. Bye, Habibi. was a HeadGum original.